Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105.5 The King.com and The Boss Man Show at Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio. Listen to the Bossman Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. When the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or... Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. Mike Schwartz, East Carolina Pirates out of the American Conference doing his big thing, second year over there in Greenville, North Carolina. Coach Schwartz, I see you looking good, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, JR. I appreciate you saying that, man. You, you know how they make me feel good this morning. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, uh, for you, man, how's it feel, man? Getting me feeling down now, year two, heading into year two now. Uh, year one, got 16 wins, a tough league with Houston. Glad those guys are gone. <laughs> how's it been, man? <laughs> Well, I'll say this, that, you know, just referring to Houston real quick, so much respect for Coach Sampson. He was so good to myself and our program, and he helped me a lot in terms of just understanding coming into the league and, and spent real time last year speaking with me after games and at the conference tournament. And I really appreciated that and obviously wish them a lot of success as they move on to the Big 12. And, you know, year two, uh, a lot, I've got this question quite a bit, JR, and, and the biggest thing is, you know, we had some things that we – did well or we had some positives that we want to build on but we have so much to fix and we had way more 
you know, bumps in the road and challenges that we have to make adjustments on and be so much better this year. And uh, so just trying to navigate that process of building on a positive, but more than anything, fixing a lot of things that we need to fix on. Hey, Coach, how was it this um, summer uh, getting the guys on campus and kind of trying to develop them as players and also putting some team stuff as well with the flowers that you had to work with? Yeah, it's a great point, you know. That summers are such a big deal for us and I think for all college basketball programs because you get a chance to get your new guys on campus. You got the returners that are coming back, which we're so thankful that we have, you know, eight returning players and, we, you know, the, this battle of attrition right now with the transfer portal and everything going on that we had just about everybody come back, which is exciting. But one of the biggest challenges, JR, and you and I spoke about it before we started today is that you start practice or basically – in the beginning of June. And now we're here, you know, first, second week of October, and you've really been going however long that is, you know, eight weeks in the summer, roughly four weeks right now. You're talking about 12, 13 weeks of baby team practice, of working out. Whereas back in the day, JR, when you and I were seeing each other, you know, back at the ACC tournament and things like that, practice would be starting this week or next week, official yes. practice. And you'd have two to three weeks of practice to get ready to tip it off. And so it is a difference. And, and I, I don't know if I've figured it out yet. You know, how do you balance the summer, the player development, the team practice going into preseason? When is, you know, do we need to delay it a little bit, team practice? So, but all coaches, you give coaches four hours, they're going to take their four hours. You give coaches more than that. They get, so you're always going to try and do as much as you can. But the balance is important, Jr. No doubt, Coach Mike, and I feel like this man, like, I know back when we, we was playing, I'll see you, man, like, I, I showed up to Tennessee, Tennessee State, I showed up in July, <laughs> right before things started, but it's like, you know, but now, it's all, you can get those sessions in now, but I feel like it's good because you can kind of know what you have, you kind of get oh, yeah. weak and develop as you go, because you cannot, right, come right now, you're trying to go piece it all together, like, you really, I don't know what you, what you have, at least now, you know kind of what you have, what you got to work on and work towards before November 6th tips off and, it get, and the games count for real. I couldn't imagine thinking about what you just said if we were starting team practice, let's just say today, and we hadn't had a chance to put in your system, offense, defense, whatever it may be, getting it all in starting mid-October for a November 6th game. I mean, it, thinking about that just because of what we've become accustomed to I couldn't imagine it. So you hit it right on the head because what happens is you get to really install the foundation of your program, hopefully, you know, on both sides of the ball in the summer. We've had guys here since the first week of June or, you know, roughly June 12th is when we started. You got guys across the country that sometimes haven't even had their official high school graduation and they're on their college campus and they go back a week later to go walk across the stage to get their high school diploma. So all those months in the summer and you have the preseason, you, you are ahead of the game, just like you just said. And you know what you have as a coaching staff, but most importantly, the players should have an understanding of, Hey, here's what we're trying to do on the court, offense, defense, what's our off the court, you know, culture look like. And so that is a real benefit, JR. And it's big for me because it's chemistry and culture. Cause I'll use the Hulkle example. Since mid-August, many of the Hawks weren't playing in, in the in the FIBA tournament or in Atlanta working out at the facility with each other. So I've seen the chemistry come out with the Hawks by being in town since August. Training camp started yesterday. So 
you don't know camaraderie, that chemistry, because things are going to happen, Coach. You know, I both know, Coach Mike, injuries happen, losses happen, adversity happens, playing time, not getting what you don't happen. So if, if you're together, connected already, it lessens the blow of those things when they can get check each other and kind of building these locker rooms. Like, hey, hey, bro, hey, we're big, 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 big here. Not about you, big team. So I feel like that early period being together builds those things now. So that doesn't have to come happen on the fly in the season. So true. So true. Because you can use any little adverse moments and challenges that you go through in June, July, August, September. And now you get to October and it's not the first time you faced it. Um, and, and the chemistry camaraderie part, the time we spend together. I mean, you're basically almost feel like you have these mini seasons without the games. I mean, that's really the only piece that's missing. Obviously, duration of practice and workouts is different. But outside of the games, the amount of time you spend together in the locker room, eating together, doing team activities, whatever it may be, is so big for that chemistry. The only couple drawbacks that, you know, and I know a lot of programs go through it, JR, would be number one would be you do have to, you know, is there an injury here and there that, because of the amount of time and the work and that, you know, because again, if you say you can work this much, I would say about 9.9 out of 10 coaches are going to take right to the limit. They're going to want to do that. You don't want to feel like you're not doing something that you're able to do. So some of these nagging injuries and some of these things happen over the summer and we got struck with it. We had a couple guys that went down that you're real disappointed, but you know, that's part of it. And then the other thing, that you have to try and manage is, is burnout. You don't want to get to November or December and feel like it's the end of the season. You don't want to get to November and feel like you're, man, this is already what it feels like to be in January or February. So trying to find that balance, uh, and I don't have it figured out. We're trying as coaches, as a staff, you try and listen to your players. Uh, but but that's a nuance that I think is really important. And Coach Mike, just some fans don't realize Talk about how important it is to have like, that, that strip coach. How important that person is on their staff because they see the guys more than you do. And they they get the guys in shape and ready for the season, that grind of the two semesters from November to March. So talk about how important it is how hiring the right strip coach. And if our fans don't realize how important that role is on, on staff. Well, you just hit it right on the head, JR. And I really believe this. And, and I've said this to our team, and I've said this directly to these two guys. Uh, Nate Clark is our athletic trainer and Keith Pugh is our sports performance coach. And I think those two guys are the two most important, you know, coaches in the program, so to speak, uh, because what they do, the time they spend with our guys to keep them healthy, keep them feeling fresh, keep them feeling strong, keeping them motivated year round, as you said, uh, I mean, it's paramount. You can't even, you can't put a value on it, but those two guys keep you and Nate Clark, uh, again, they keep the guys going. And and Keith Pugh, our strength coach, says this. You know, he was a former NFL player. Uh, he, you know, he just an incredible mind, incredible person. He's such a big piece of our culture. And he says his whole goal every day is to get the guys ready to be at their best to practice or to play. And that's an incredible challenge when you think about it year-round with the amount of work these guys are doing that strength wise speed wise flexibility wise mobility wise agility wise he's taking that on his shoulders i got to get these guys to be perform at their maximum every day we practice and basically practice has almost turned into year round now so 
you just said something that is so true. And Coach Mike, let me man, for your your young men, I know I don't you want them to be on the court, but what's like you want them to be off the court for their integrity and their values? You want a young man to get his kind of power to be about off the court as they're talented on the court. You know, we talk about this a lot, and I think it's so important. I want the guys to take pride in being successful in everything that they do. You know, the way you do anything is how you do everything. So we talk about it a lot, man. It is cool to be a great student. It is cool to get an education. It is cool to help others. Forget basketball. It is cool to be kind. It is cool to have relationships with other people and help other people grow. It's something that we talk about on a daily basis, honestly, with our guys, because really what this comes down to is how can you impact someone else? And if you look at it on the court, we talk about it all the time. You said it, man, it ain't about me. This is about the team. Are you looking at the guy in the locker next to you and saying, how can I help him be better? But if you take that to a bigger picture, it is how can you help people, whether it's family, friends, people you come across to in a, in a daily setting, how can you help other people? And that's how you really make an impact. But I think the biggest thing, JR, that we try and stress to our guys is, man, we want to see you guys be successful in everything you do. And right now, there's kind of a finite amount of lanes that they're in. They got school. They got their social relationships. They got as they're building their kind of resume for their professional career, whether it's basketball, something else. We have a couple guys on our teams that are really aspiring to do different things. We have one player that wants to be a doctor. He is here. He came from Spain. His name is Valentino Pinedo. He came from Spain to ECU. Yes, for the basketball. Yes, for the experience but he wants to be a doctor and we have a medical school here and he takes that very seriously. And it, it goes down the line. We have guys, but we really try and talk about that a lot. Jr. how you do anything is how you do everything and take great pride in being responsible and handling your business and being successful. Cause being a successful man for our guys is really the ultimate goal graduating and being a successful man in everything you do. And you know what? If you can be an NBA player or a pro or fortunate enough to get paid to play this game, man, what a blessing. What, what, you know, what a cherry on a Sunday. And you're right, Coach Mike. I'm an example of Coach Mike. I got cut, but, you know, thankfully, like I told you off air, I've been doing 14 years. You know, radio, like my degree is in business, not communications, but just talking about sports part, it's easy for me. I played them all. But the, but the know-how to work it off the air for the advertising, the syndication, distributors, then with the station managers, all those skills my degree taught me, my internships Ooh. taught me because if I didn't know how to do all that, I couldn't be on here today on this, on this call today, Coach, because I had to take all those skills and use them when, when, when you're your own man because I, I, I didn't have anybody to help me, Coach. It was just, I had to do this grassroots on my own. <laughs> so that degree really helped me to get where I am today, Coach. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's so awesome. And those are the stories. And, and that's the stuff that life is about. Because, you know, we all try and explain to our guys that once their college window closes, and it's unfortunate. But the reality is when the college window closes, you're not going to have people every day trying to help you. Hey, you have to do this. You got to do this. Hey, here's your schedule for the week. Here's your schedule for the month. We give our guys schedule between now to January, they know every day what time we practice. They, that's not going to happen once that once you graduate and you move to the real world. 
even the guys that are fortunate enough to be professional basketball players, NBA players, there is a sense of, hey, there's a self-responsibility that you have to do A, B, C, D, and no one's going to have their arm around you all the time saying, hey, make sure you do this. Oh, you didn't do that. Let me help you get to the next place. Let, let me give you a, a second chance here. Those second chances, unfortunately, as life goes, get a little bit shorter and shorter. And obviously, family, friends, the people that are in your inner circle, you know, that's why it's so important to keep those guys tight because they're always there for you. But the reality to make it in life, whatever your profession is, you got to do like you do, JR. You got you to gotta go out and chase it. You got to do it. And there's nobody that is going to keep picking you up except for yourself. No doubt, Coach Mike. I'm going to ask you this, man. For your guys who, who are trying to achieve things, how about internships now? You know the 20-hour rule? It, it's, it's, you want more, but a lot do internships and really focus on academics. How about that piece of it? Being a final, a lot of big business in North Carolina. You're like close to D.C., Virginia area, Atlanta as well. Get down here as well. What about the internships and the networking possibilities? Being an ECU pirate, help your players out the basketball. No, I love that, and it's so true. And you know one thing? A lot of people the, – the NIL has really changed the game in college athletics. When you talk about NIL, the transfer portal, just those two things, in the last two to three years, the game of college basketball has changed more than it had the 20 years previous combined. And – but one of the NIL benefits, obviously, student athletes, which is great, the opportunity to, to, to monetize their value and make money and start to establish that business aspect of it. But one of the things that kind of people don't talk about is NIL. It has really opened up a ton of networking opportunities for guys because the reality is a lot of the NIL is coming from major donors or boosters or alum from the university whether they're a local business that decides to maybe contract an NIL deal with a specific player or through these collectives where a lot of the boosters and donors it, are donating to the collective. But those relationships that are happening through NIL have opened up a lot of opportunities because, as you said, 20-hour work week, it's hard to get an internship. It's hard. You, I mean, you can't – no player from the month of September – through April has time to go have a job or an internship because of the amount of time they're putting into the season and the travel and academics. But all of a sudden, April to August, let's just say when the light, the load lightens a little bit. Now they've established all these relationships with people locally in Greenville or in the Raleigh area or Eastern North Carolina, everything East of 95, there's a lot of pirates and pirate nation is strong east of 95 out here in the eastern part of the state. And now all of a sudden, all of those networking opportunities that they made, JR, now they can expand on those in the summer. Maybe it's an internship. Maybe it's a summer job. Maybe it's something locally. And I think that it's a it's a great benefit. Well, no doubt, Coach Mike. I wish we had it when I played, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. You know what? I wish we had it when I played too, but you know what? I don't think anybody would have done anything for me. <laughs> I wasn't a good enough player, man. <laughs> Thankfully, I was, I was a slot receiver. Thank God. I, I could have got oh, some. You could play. They, they were going to do it for you, but JR did. You know what? I don't think NIL was coming to me, man. I'll be honest. I hear that. Yeah, hey, you better for the back end, coach. You're a hell of a coach, man. <laughs> you know, hey, man, I would say, JR, coaches getting the coaching when they can't play anymore. That, man, I hear that, man. I gotta ask you, man. Your American conference, man, it's, it's a heck of a conference, man. It's just so much talent in the conference, you know. 
which 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 you all have about how it's changed, but how but it's a good change and the new mix you have of opponents now, yeah, learn now, watch film on those guys. Talk about how your confidence just changed and grown, what Michael Russell and those guys are doing to make it better each day. Yeah, if you think about this conference, you know, one of the things, I mean, we just Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati just exit the conference. Three great basketball programs, obviously incredible history with Cincinnati and Houston uh, in terms of their basketball program. Uh, you have UConn was in this conference at one point, you know, national champion last year, you know, won a national championship when they were in the American. So this conference has always had great programs, great basketball tradition. Tradition. So now you get FAU, UAB, North Texas, Rice, uh, UT San Antonio coming into this conference, and UNC Charlotte, which is great. Here's something that I don't know, JR, if everyone realizes. Three of the final six teams playing in the country last year. In the final four, you had FAU, and in the NIT finals was UAB in North Texas. So three of the final six teams playing on the final weekend of college basketball in April last year are in the American Conference this year. So even with the loss of Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, you add those six teams, including those three that were really successful last season, this conference not only, it may go up a step in terms of basketball, in terms of what was accomplished last season and what's coming into the league this year. And guess what? All three of those teams will be picked very high in our conference this year because they're all great programs with great coaches. And then you look at adding the two schools in Texas, well, three schools with North Texas, but three schools in Texas and what that does for the map of the conference and for us, particularly Charlotte, to have an in-state rival with a great history, a Final Four program and UNC Charlotte that's been to a Final Four, what it does, eastern part of the state, western part of the state, we need rivalries and identity in the American Conference. And I think with the addition of these teams, I think we're going that direction. Yes, sir. And I look forward to trying to come and see you in Charlotte or UAB or Memphis. I'm trying to figure out my schedule around when I have a Hawks good all day with the Hawks come see you all play, man, because uh, it's going to be some great ball that conference. And Dusty amazing, heck, heck of a guy, too, man. And so, I mean, it's a great conference, what you got going on over there. It's only going to get better. I feel like you all need more than one D. I feel like this is a multiple be a league. It should be two or three or four, to be honest, with all, all the quality you have. But I know how those things go with the Ken Bomb and then all that stuff that I don't understand. But it's like, I feel like you all are really uh, deeply, you need like three, three or four bits. That's how good the ball is. Yeah, I, I agree with you, you know, and I, I do. I really, this is a multiple bid league. I think it's a league that's always going to range in the top eight conferences in the country. You know, obviously you got the Mountain West, a very strong conference. You got the Big East, a very strong conference. You got the Atlantic 10. But basically I've seen the American with three, four bids before when I was a coach at Tulsa, an assistant at Tulsa in 15-16. We were an at-large bid that year into the conference, into the NCAA tournament, and we lost to Michigan in the first round. So when I was an assistant before uh, in 15-16, it was a multi-bid league. You know, I don't know off the top of my head the numbers the last few years or over the last 10 years, let's just say, how many times. But I know the, you know, last year the Mountain West got, I believe, four teams in last year. I've seen the Mountain West get multiple. When I was at Fresno State, the Mountain West got multiple teams in the in the NCAA tournament. So this, without a doubt, is a multiple bid league. And I think that's why it's such a strong basketball conference and one of the very toughest in the, in the nation. 
And Coach Mike, tell me about this man non-conference scheduling wise for you, man. Host the MT, host the MTE. Kansas State to be up there to play you well, Australia, Florida, South South Carolina. How tough is it now being in the American Conference to you know to schedule games and also decide if you're gonna buy somebody or not to try to get home to homes? How tough is that schedule piece for you being in the American Conference now, trying to get the right games if you come to Greenville to play you all? Yeah, you know, it's so scheduling is such a it's like this complex puzzle. And you know, you wish, hey, the games just happened and they're out there for you, but trying to find and put together the right schedule when you talk about a combination of strength of schedule, getting enough home games, playing quality opponents, like you said, games where you're budgeting what you do have for your scheduling budget and trying to put that all together where, you know, some teams have incredible resources to to be able to stay at home the whole preseason. Some teams are in a lot of neutral site events. It, it is a pretty unique jigsaw puzzle trying to put it together. Our thing is this, JR, we want to make schedule a non-conference schedule that is going to prepare us for the American Conference. And so in doing that, we want to play neutral site. We want to play power five teams. We want to play high major games, hopefully as many as we can in Greenville, if we can get teams to say, hey, let's start a series. But getting a team to start – in the ACC or SEC or Big 12 or any of these conferences, hey, let's start a home and home. You guys come to Greenville, we'll come to your school. We'll come to your school first. It's not as easy as it sounds sometimes. Getting teams to say, yeah, okay, we'll come play in Greenville, even if you come to our game, you know, our arena first. Uh, Getting neutral site games. You know, there's third parties that put these together that want those perfect matchups. So it's something you got to stay diligent on. It doesn't happen at the end of the season. We're already working on our schedule for years to come right now to try and get the right games. But we're excited that we have our administration was allowed us to host an MTE this year with, with Georgia Southern, Kennesaw State, and Northeastern. Really excited about those teams coming to Greenville. We're excited that we are in a series with South Carolina. You know, we played them last year in Greenville, South Carolina. They're coming to Greenville, North Carolina this year, and we'll return the game to Columbia next year. We got UNC Wilmington coming to our place this year. We have George Mason. We're going to George Mason to play them. They'll be back in Greenville next year. And then we play Florida in a neutral site game in Lakeland versus the University of Florida. So we're excited about our non-conference schedule. It's going to be very challenging, but we need it to try and prepare us for a very, very difficult conference. Coach, I got two more for you, Coach Mike. Um, tell me about recruiting in Georgia. You got two guys on the roster, Ezra, who contributed for you last year, and Jaden Walker's coming in from Lawrenceville as well. Talk about recruiting in Atlanta and finding talent down here and those young men and in particular as well. We love recruiting Georgia. I mean, obviously, both Jaden and Ezra being from the Atlanta area, they've been awesome for us. Uh, two of our core foundation guys and guys that we have very high expectation for this year. Um, you know, Georgia is an area that whether uh, being at different places, uh, especially Tennessee, prior to arriving at, at ECU was an area we had to try and recruit quite a bit. It was only about 245, three hours from Knoxville. So we'd spend a lot of time recruiting there. And we had some players on the roster from Georgia. The, the challenging part when you think about a state like Georgia and Atlanta in particular is, Jr. it's recruited so heavily. I mean, there's so many great schools in that state, including Kennesaw and Georgia Southern coming to our tournament. 
Uh, you got Georgia State right there. You got Georgia Tech. You got the University of Georgia. I mean, there's so many good schools. The SEC taps into the state of Georgia. The ACC taps into the state of Georgia. So we feel very fortunate to have two players in our program from there. Um, I love coming to Atlanta. It's one of my favorite cities. Go to a Braves game. Family and I used to go there from Knoxville all the time. It's a fantastic place. Uh, so if we can continue to make inroads in Atlanta and Georgia recruiting, uh, we're going to continue to do so because it's, it's just a great state and a great, you know, a lot of great players down there. Kind of labels to my last question, Coach, my last one for you. When you come to Atlanta, what is, what's your favorite thing to do here for us eating and activities when you come to town? Kind of feel related to it. Well, you know, I, I would say this. At, what One of the great things, Greenville is a smaller town, obviously. We're, we're, we're a smaller uh, college town. We got a lot of great stuff here. But when you get to go to a city like Atlanta, and you have so many options of places to go eat, things to do. I mean, the food's incredible, but I, I will say this, and I'll say it again. My family just went last weekend on Saturday night. They went to a game. They drove down there uh, for a soccer tournament, and my wife and my daughter went to the Atlanta Braves game, the second-to-last season, uh, regular season game, is to go to that battery and be able to go to a game at the battery and go to, you know, walk around to the different restaurants there. The whole atmosphere is so cool. And, you know, the Atlanta Braves organization is such a championship organization as they get ready to start the playoffs right now. We really love to do that. And then if I'm on the highway on 85, I might just stop at the varsity real quick and grab a burger. Hey, coach, you can't go wrong there, coach Mike. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you, we're going to go to a Hawks game. I'll give a number offline. We, we can make it happen for you too. From bring your team down uh, for a Hawks game, I can get you in contact with our, our group people. We'll get you some nice group rate. You can see where the Hawks come out of the tunnel. So, Coach Mike, I, you Atlanta, you love Atlanta. I'll take care of you. Come here, Coach. I got some spots for you. You don't know about yet, but I will make sure you, you, you hit them up, brother. Man, I appreciate it, Jr. It's awesome to see you and speak with you. Thank you so much. Hey, that Coach. It was very fun. Good to see you again, man. You too. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Bye bye. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better Online. When the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. 
Check the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.